0: Here today with me is Zach, the co-founder of Coordinate. Uh, Zach, thank you for being here. Really excited to have you and talk about kind of what Coordinate is building and how you've thought about product in in this new sort of world that we're in. Now, thanks. Uh, before we get into it all, would love for you yeah. to give a quick intro of who you are, what you've been up to, um, and we'll take it from there. Sure.
1: So, I've been the co founder of Coordinate for the last, I call it two years, somewhere between two years and 18 months. Um, and we started Coordinate. There's a few of us were contributing at Urine Finance. And I really saw the need for, you know, solutions for decentralized compensation. Um, and not just compensation, but also and increasingly realizing that, you know, acknowledgement and appreciation and reputation are are key parts of that as well. Um, before that, I spent eight years uh, helping to build Converge, which was a consultancy uh, or that would help to design and launch impact networks. Uh, and We did that work all over the world, helping to bring together diverse stakeholders to solve systemic issues, whether that's Stewarding five hundred thousand acres of redwoods, or protecting migrant rights across borders, um, addressing you know racial justice and and economic mobility in New York City. Um, so yeah, really focused on uh, collaboration. I would say broadly is is what I'm most interested in, and really came into this space uh, because of my excitement about about DAOs and what they make possible. Uh, you know, global peer-to-peer collaboration, in, in my view, is, is going to be a, a necessity um, as, uh, as we enter this uh, the, the real thick of the Anthropocene. And so, you know, it's really exciting to be in this space and work on solutions that will help people uh, collaborate directly with each other towards shared goals all over the world.
0: Fully agreed. And I think a lot of people in the space today came because of how excited they are about what crypto enables for collaboration for reputation etc i think it's a it's a complicated problem and there's a lot of facets to it
1: a hundred percent i would say it's even a a wicked problem um, (laughs) (laughs) of all the things we're trying to solve by doing it but that has been one of the exciting things in the space you know we're uh you know, I I think from where I sit, looking out at it, like DAOs have been are, are hard. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of cases to point to that say, you know, look look how amazing and functional these this this DAO is. Look how successful they are compared to other models. Um, but the fact that there are still so many builders and really like you know just high quality, high caliber of folks in this space still excited, still building, I think says a lot about about the potential that
0: we all see for it. Absolutely. So would you say that coordinate exists to essentially help the DAO that kind of paves the way forward with the model that works? Does it exist to help that DAO function and operate? Or is the purpose of coordinate something different altogether? How would you you frame it and who is coordinate for?
1: I think Coordinate is for any, any decentralized team, um, uh, that wants to have shared sense making around what is valuable as we work toward the goals of whatever project this is. Um, and, you know, who has been contributing that value and try and get, you know, closer to this ideal of, of value in and value out. Um, and so. You know, DAOs are certainly kind of the first use case that that we saw and thought of and primarily designed for, Uh, but there's really a huge wide array of projects of anyone collaborating online has a group of folks that they're working with, everyone bringing their individual skills and talents, and having a way to thank, acknowledge, appreciate those people for their contributions and also have a shared display and sort of a, a a common language for talking about what what is valuable you know what are your contributions that um that really help this project go and and you know so creating feedback loops for people creating ways to really understand you know yourself what are my strengths what what do i bring to projects that people really value and appreciate um Coordinate can do all of those things so i would say you know at its core it's really for any you know decentralized or distributed team that that wants to be higher performing and and really acknowledge appreciate and reward each other
0: would you say that that has always been the goal for coordinate or has the problem that you're tackling and the way that you're tackling it evolved over time. I'd love to understand where coordinate started from and what some of the key inflection points have been that have sort of forced the product to evolve or kind of been an insightful moment for you and the team to be like, oh, this is a use case that we need to focus on, or this is a use case we don't need to focus on.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of, sort of tributaries that, that came together to form form coordinate. Uh, one of them was the way that we did compensation at Converge. So Converge never had payroll and never had employees. We were a consultancy where everyone was independent and we would come together in different constellations depending on the needs of the project. And then, you know, at various stages throughout a project when we'd invoice a client, we would put that invoice in the middle of the table, uh, sometimes literally sitting around a table, and have a conversation about how we think it should be divvied up according to the contributions that each person on the team made. Um, and what we found in that process is that the conversations were oftentimes much more valuable than than the allocation, right? Really being able to to talk about, discuss, understand you know what is valuable what are the strengths and weaknesses that we each bring and you know also kind of clear up the inevitable you know petty frustrations and resentments that build anytime you're collaborating with anyone um to really you know address those get them out of the way so we can we can get back to working together um and so when we when we created coordinate at first a lot of it was really about compensation and saying you know, there's a better way for for DAOs to reward contributors than a grant application, right? Because some people ask for grants when they don't really need one. Some people don't ask for a grant when they should. The grant committee is like, why are we on the grant committee? How do we decide who's making these decisions? It it was a much more elegant solution to say, hey, this is, you know, what we have available for grants, and it's in this circle. and people can contribute things and we'll allocate you know the 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 collective can use its its collective intelligence to allocate to them uh and so we were really trying to solve this this allocation and quantification problem i think what we've learned as we've evolved is that there's this i think innate desire sort of built into the dna of web3 to be trustless and to move toward you know very quantifiable um, on-chain provable solutions, provable things. And yet we're humans collaborating. And, you know, at the other at the other end of all these smart contracts, there's always two humans doing something and humans are emotional and irrational uh, creatures. And so there's always going to be this human element of collaboration. And I think one of the things that we're really curious about and, and leaning more into is how do we support that subjective human side of things um how can we create a tool where people can you know have these conversations about what is valuable um how do we have hard conversations when i saw that i got you know higher allocation of give from you last month than i did this month was that what was the rationale behind that right people have a real desire to know that Um, we found that the sort of, you know, magic moment and what really pops for people in using Coordinate is the notes that they get. You know, when people say specifically, here's what you did that I appreciated and here's why. Uh, I mean, we, you know, we have a large stack of people of, of essentially testimonials, both on Twitter and to us directly saying like, you know, I framed one of these notes. Like I, I still keep and look at this note I got from so and so. Um, so. You know we're i i think part of where we're evolving toward is yes the the sort of mechanical fair allocation of resources but also how do we really lean into the subjective and emotional nature of people that are collaborating to do things and support that as well
0: that's incredible especially the the point about people framing notes that they've received i I always find it's it's so rewarding and empowering as builders to know that what you've built has impacted people so deeply that they have brought it into their physical world in some regard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a, a thing that I generally like to say is all problems at their core are people problems. You have to understand the humans underneath. You can't just you can't just build for a problem in a sort of mechanical fashion without understanding who's going to be using it, why they're using it and what their needs are. But oh, which which is why I'm excited about how you're approaching what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do. I am curious because you hinted at it a little bit. The crypto world puts so much emphasis on essentially things being on chain uh, us being able to verify and be trustless but the human nature is hard to put on chain and so how is how is the team at coordinate kind of balanced what what needs to live on chain what doesn't need to live on chain uh, and kind of blend blend what makes the most sense
1: Yeah, this is a, this is a, a sticky problem, I think. Um, and there's a couple facets to it. One is the way that we think about, you know, trustlessness. Um, you know, the goal isn't, I think the goal isn't trustlessness. It's really how do you create trustless infrastructure so that you can build trustful systems on top of them? And so, you know, I think in some ways we may have, have have gotten misguided when we talked about, you know, DAOs being being trustless. It's like, no, DAOs are, are need to be, like any human organization, needs to be trustful. But the infrastructure that it's built on, uh, you know, being trustless, opens up a lot more possibilities. And so I I think it's a subtle point, but it's important to sort of differentiate like what what is trustlessness for and do we need it or even desire it in all, you know, in all of our systems? Um, Where is trustlessness valuable and where does it actually start to, to create, you know, more separation between people? Um, Because oftentimes like trust is the most efficient, you know, way of getting something done, even if it's, uh, you know, not always the the safest. Um, And so, I think that's an important point to consider is like when trustless. Um, and the other point around, you know, what needs to be on chain, this one I find really, really challenging, to be honest, because I think that that right now one could argue that very little needs to be on chain, um, especially when you talk about, you know, organization and things like, uh, you know, does my reputation need to be on-chain? Does a record of my contributions that I've made to the DAO need to be on-chain? Um, you know, there's there's not a tremendous amount of demand for on-chain credentialing. You know, if if I say to someone, I was the co-founder of Coordinate, uh, they're not going to say, prove it, show me your attestations on-chain that from, you know, other people that verify the work you've done. They're going to say, "Oh, really?" Like, and they'll talk to someone else they know and say, "Like, was that true?" (laughs) Um, I think I see a future where on chain is going to be much more valuable. You know, there's there's some future state that I feel is inevitable where there will be extremely large DAOs. There will be people coming in and out of them, and a lot of the actions that and powers you know to do things in the DAO will be gated by on chain credentials. you know we're not necessarily there yet and so we're in a we're in a a tough spot where we're we're trying to you know build and and skate to where the puck is going uh, but to me it's not entirely clear you know when the puck is going to be at that spot um and so we're trying to you know do things that that add value to where people are right now and also be ready for that much more in the future i think we are building this this feature right now that will be released soon um, to take give on chain. So right now, the give, which are essentially the points that you receive from people that that attest to the value that you've that you've contributed to a project, uh, right now those live in Coordinate. Soon they'll live in a non-transferable token in your wallet. And there's some really interesting primitives that we've already sort of discussed with folks and have started prototyping where you can imagine... You know, special gated circles, for example, within a DAO only for people that have at least 100 give, right? So people that have made some sort of acknowledged and verifiable contribution to that DAO. Um, You can imagine, you know, certain kinds of airdrops again, instead of saying anyone who's visited our platform, you know, AKA airdrop farmed our platform versus people who have done verifiable work. That said, like, hey, I came and, and did these things and helped on this project, and I received give for it. Um, that being on chain, then allows you to set that up as an as an airdrop condition. And so, some of those primitives, I think, are really interesting. There's definitely a lot of exciting stuff you can do on chain. I just feel like still the the, the demand for on chain reputation and credentials right now is is still feels nascent.
0: Would it be fair to summarize what you said in the following way? Trust doesn't scale, but it doesn't really need to scale. And the reason there's not a ton of demand for on-chain credentials right now is because trust doesn't scale, we operate kind of one-to-one or one-to-two here. We can kind of get that information quickly in other ways. And it's it's when trust needs to scale when you're talking about large organizations or hiring where there's no real close connection between the two parties that some of these on chain mechanics come into play.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, a a great summary. Is that trust doesn't scale, but it doesn't need to because the ecosystem is still too small, so small that there's like two degrees of separation. Um, You know, I I think where things get really interesting is imagining that through looking at the NFTs, POAPs, tokens, on-chain attestations, hyper certs, all of these things, by looking at those in my wallet, you can understand a lot about me and and see, oh, I can see these two degrees of of connection and separation. Like, oh, you contributed at those two DAOs. Oh, you have this POAP and we're at that event, I know who, you know, to check if I want to do some reference check, but I can also just see verifiably kind of your your footprint on chain and what you've been up to. Um and that gives me a real sense of, you know, what shared values we might have. It gives me a, a really good sense of, you know, the kinds of of skills you might have, depending on what those attestations are for. Um and so, like I said, I think that that future is inevitable um i just think that so far right now we still have you know social layers that perform a lot of that work and there isn't as much as much demand for having all of that on chain
0: that that makes a ton of sense uh you mentioned something uh a second ago that i want to dig into a little bit more deeply which was give and I, I I bring this up in the deep dive that I did, but uh, Coordinate introduces some new terminology, sort of broadly speaking, and new terminology is challenging, right? It requires you to educate the user about what it means and how it works its way into the product. And it's not something that every product handles well. And I'd love to understand sort of the origins behind some of the terminology that you use how you guys ended up there and what you found works well in terms of introducing those terms to your users and what challenges you've run into sure Uh,
1: and i think we can start with give that one's probably the most uh apocryphal um but we decided to call we decided to use the term give because we really wanted to frame coordinate in, a, you know, a broader set of sort of gratitude and appreciation and acknowledgement. And, and so the language, you know, as soon as I say, for example, if we had called them points, um, in some ways, that's a much, you know, more identifiable schema. Everyone knows what points are, but they automatically invoke a system of, of competition. Right. And an award. And I, I'm trying to get these things and, and calling them give, you know, really hopefully evokes more of a like, I am, these are for, you know, gratitude and appreciation. Um, the idea behind coordinate is not to, is not to stack rank everyone that you've worked with and say, you know, you get this many points and you get this many points. The idea that we were really trying to evoke was, you know, say thanks to the people for the, for the contributions that you really appreciated. Um, you know, really leaning into gratitude, strengths-based um, assessment and, you know, really trying to create that positive flywheel of culture where if, if, you know, you're telling people what you like, they're going to do more of it. Um, and so, you know, when we introduce that term, I would say the you know, there might be a few others in terms of, I think people are familiar at this point with, with circles and and doing work in, in circles or, you know, groups, um, you know, coordinate is in some ways kind of a, a different sort of paradigm of thinking about compensation, right? A lot of us are used to a top-down hierarchy where someone says, this is your salary, you know, or this is how much this we're paying for this job. Uh, and it's much more transactional, uh, and, and it can take some time, you know, to, to lean into kind of a whole different mindset around abundance thinking and, you know, really appreciating folks for what they've done. And so we, we purposely wanted to use language that maybe wasn't immediately identifiable for folks to kind of help ease them into this, this different mindset and different way of, of thinking about what they're doing.
0: On your on your website, on the landing page, you offer potential new users uh, an opportunity to get a walkthrough of the product. Have you found those to be a great way to not only introduce people to the product, but also to some of the terminology and your thinking behind the terminology?
1: For sure. And that's why we really encourage them. I would say even more so than, than sort of the how it works and the terminology is Is the mindset and the framing, like I was just talking about, you know, really helping people understand that a lot of the value you get from Coordinate is not, oh, we can assign, give, and then that distributes budget in a decentralized way. Uh, But really how Coordinate can be a valuable culture tool, you know, to create this, this shared display that everyone's looking at that says, here's, here's what we value. and and so then we can have conversations about it you know really framing for people the idea here is to to lean into your subjective experience of who added value to this project you know whose work did you really appreciate whose work helped you get your work done better um and and helping them really see it as a as a more holistic tool than just a hey every week we're going to you know distribute this many tokens um, but to understand the full value of it and and the mindset shift, I think it's been my experience that when people sort of hear that and and help help think through for their DAO and and are able to ask questions, so that they're then able to frame it for other folks in the DAO, um, they get a lot more they get a lot more to value out of the tool.
0: Do you envision walkthroughs being something that you'll always do? Uh even as the market grows and coordinates, user base grows, obviously walkthroughs are not something that scale um, in any sort of easy fashion, but they're highly valuable. And so I'm cu- kind of curious how you think about it long-term and if there are ways that you've been translating these walkthroughs into your product itself. Uh, to
1: answer the first part, I mean, we'll... Yes, the intention is to always be able to to deliver walkthroughs to people because, again, you know we're a really human first sort of tool, and helping people to understand and experience that and have that that human connection as they walk through and really understand the potential of coordinate. Um, you know, we're we're excited for the day when that's a problem when when we're we're running out of capacity for walkthroughs. Um, and, you know, there's there's lots of ways that we can address that. By that time, you know, we'll have more power users who are also excited about what we're building that maybe could could come and, and help share, you know, their experience with others. Um, we'll look forward to crossing that bridge when we come to it. Um, we, we have a pretty robust pipeline of walkthroughs, but, but are always, you know, always excited to do them. That's kind of a, a key part of our onboarding right now. Um, and we think it's a valuable use of time. Um, and as far as building it into the product, you know, I, I think it's always on our mind and on, on how can we continue to both, you know, I don't know, educate's the wrong word, but really give people an experience of, oh, this is a tool for, you know, culture and connection as much as it is for, you know, allocation and, and reputation. And so... How can we build in more and more both through the language, through the framing, through the onboarding flow, you know, give people that sense of that, this is a tool that we can use to have really great conversations uh, in addition to, you know, fairly allocating um, fairly allocating resources.
0: Yeah, I, in general, I'm a, I'm a big fan of doing things that don't scale and leveraging, leveraging that as a sort of. Learning experience to improve the product, which sounds exactly like what you guys are doing. The point that you touched on uh, about potentially bringing in power users to help with some of this almost indicates, or sounds like, the coordinate team using coordinate itself to kind of expand its sphere of uh sort of contributors and leveraging the product to be able to do so and. I'm I'm assuming you guys dog food your own product in some way shape or form but is that part of the vision to really be able to operate this entire organization with a bunch of different independent contributors through the coordinate platform
1: We I mean, yeah our our intention is we're certainly on the path of progressive decentralization uh, and eventually becoming a DAO ourselves um uh, and so you know, would love for that to line up and dovetail with our growth path so that, you know, DAO contributors um, have used our product and, and love it and appreciate the different, the different avenues that it opens up. Would want to come and contribute and share um, share their learnings with new folks and, and be DAO contributors and be in a coordinated circle you know that that they're getting allocated to for their contributions to uh, not just the coordinate product but the coordinate DAO. Um, that's certainly you know a, a, an ambition that's that's uh, in active development.
0: That's that's awesome. I I think progressive decentralization is a topic that people are discussing more regularly these days, which I think is great. It essentially, it takes some of the burden of trying to be fully decentralized while still trying to find product market fit off the table and so allows people to focus. I'm curious what some of your own experiences have been in the process of continually trying to decentralize some of what you do, what challenges and pitfalls that you've run into or things that have worked really well that others could potentially learn from. Because at the end of the day, I think we're all building towards a future or we all want to build towards a future that's more decentralized.
1: Right. And the nuance there is, you know, when is decentralization helpful? Um, there's been a tremendous amount of great thinking and, and, and discussions on this throughout web three, if folks want to find it. Um, you know to me it's it's sort of a classic like well I, I'm glad that the cells of my body are not decentralized like I like them nice and centralized keeping my body together um, but when is decentralization helpful i I, I think for us you know and, and maybe even more broadly speaking, I think any new project, new idea, new thing coming into the world is inherently pretty fragile, and so having more protections around it and you know having uh, some some a r- real care around it and protection and intention is important um and and sometimes oftentimes that can come better from a centralized group you know really holding a vision especially in something like a product you know obviously if if you went full decentralized right away there's there's a real challenge there potentially with you know a million cooks in the kitchen and and you know, no one really holding a central vision for what they're trying to bring into the world. Um, I think once you have, you know, some some key pieces in place, uh, you're more ready to take advantage of some of the more, you know, chaotic but but much more fertile innovation that happens within a DAO context. Um, so I think we we're coming to a place in Coordinate where the the sort of core product and core functionality is is getting settled and is, is getting some, some feedback that, that there is product market fit. And so then how can we unleash the creative power of a DAO to iterate, build on, uh, you know, improve, improve that? Um, so, you know, to me, progressive decentralization just makes sense uh, in the same way that, you know, when there's, there's a baby, it's pretty much the mom is in charge of everything. And then, you know, mom and dad soon after that. And as the, as the baby grows, it sort of opens up its circle to, to many more influences. Um, you know, I, I think any idea or product is, kind of follows that same pattern.
0: I've never heard that analogy before, but I, I can very much appreciate it. And I think it's pretty spot on. And this is also a great transition point to talk a little bit about where coordinate is going what comes next how did you guys decide on that
1: yeah i think our or not i think um i'm certain that uh our our immediate roadmap is really thinking about contributors um as much as DAOs. you know initially as we were building we were really thinking about you know DAOs that had this need for allocating resources um and we're also seeing, you know, now perhaps even more so the, the needs of contributors to be able to participate, understand what's going on in the DAO. Um, and so I think the two big things on our roadmap as we get ready to launch uh, org membership. So this is essentially a, a switch from right now to join coordinate. You really need to be invited into a specific circle that oftentimes has specific resources attached to it that are being allocated. Um, very soon, you, there'll be org-wide membership. So you know, I may be a contributor to a DAO and I'm not getting paid from a specific circle, but I'm still contributing and doing valuable things. And I want to be able to you know, see into other circles and see what they are allocating for, um, to see the kind of contributions that they're making. And also, you know, following soon on org membership will be ways for org contributors to um, give each other give or props or some way to participate in building reputation and appreciation and acknowledgement that's not necessarily tied to the resources of the DAO. Um, We've heard from a lot of DAO contributors that are saying, you know, of course, it's always nice to get paid. But my primary motivation in being involved in this DAO is not to make a living. You know, I, I have another day job or something. I'm doing that. I'm really excited about this DAO because you know, I, I'm excited about what their, what their goal is and what they're building. And I, I like being a part of it. I don't necessarily need to get paid, but it's always nice to be appreciated for my contributions and also be building an, an on-chain reputation as a you know, verified contributor to this DAO. So, with with the sort of combination of, of Cosol, which is the token that really takes those your give on chain and becomes a, a really high signal reputation metric, combined with organizational membership, where anyone in the DAO can be a part of um, part of coordinate and see what's happening in circles, and, and then soon after that, allocate to each other as well. Um, for you know contributions that they appreciate, even if they're not necessarily tied to compensation, um, those are the things that we're we're really excited about and focused on over over the next few months.
0: That sounds really exciting. I am I'm curious. Um, obviously, Coordinate was founded in the bull market. Uh, we're in sort of a weird market stage right now. How much of the market and where it's at? influences your roadmap or is it are you focused purely on a handful of core users that you're working with and understanding their needs obviously crypto the crypto markets change rapidly and it's hard to know how to build for where you are today and where the future is coming and how how to balance that for builders
1: it it absolutely is um it's really difficult but we've we've always sort of Decided that we're philosophically, you know, and operationally going to to try and take as long a term view as possible. Um, you know, we think we're at the very early stages of this sort of Web three revolution, uh, and and so you know, I would say we're we're thinking long term in terms of of how are these digital digitally native organizations going to evolve, and how can we make sure we're we're ready to serve them when a lot of these these growing pains and kinks, as we as we figure out how to do it, as they get ironed out. Um, what are people really going to need? And at the same time, you know, create a product that can help any decentralized team right now, whether they've heard or read through or not, um, operate more effectively. You know, to, to have quality conversations, to reward contributors for for the value that they've added. Um, and so, you know, it's always going to be sort of a dynamic tension and, and kind of surfing the various uh, needs of, of the future and adding value immediately. Um, but, you know, fundamentally we're taking, we're trying to take a very long-term view uh, and really think about what are people going to need as, you know, the full space kind of matures together In creating, you know, an ecosystem of digitally native organizations.
0: That's that's a lot to that's a lot to process. Um, Which is, I think, part of the fun, right, and part of the challenge, and what makes the future so exciting. We're we're running up on time, and would love for you to sort of close with any thoughts that you think you're excited about in terms of crypto in general. Coordinate the future, et cetera, and what you'd love others to take away from, uh, from what it is that you're doing and focusing on.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, what I always come back to is, is kind of what I said at the beginning is I think that one of the best things can, that, that crypto can do is, is really articulate the why um, the why we think this in, is important. Um, and you know there's obviously a lot of shade um thrown at crypto and and almost always for very good reasons you know there's a a very uh a very casino get rich quick you know scammy side of of what happens in this space the degen uh, world the, sure the degen world and and the rugs and you know it's 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 sometimes hard to for me to reconcile that I, I do think this is transformational technology that's going to enable, you know, global collaboration at, at both the scale and speed that's necessary. In some ways it's like one of the most important things happening. And at the very same time, you know, right now we have Peppy tokens and Andrew Tate tokens pumping and it's like, it's a joke. Um, and so you know, crypto contains multitudes, everything from, you know, basis for networked global civilization and, you know, kind of the, the basis of our instincts as far as, you know, greed and, and, uh, and scams and all of this nonsense. So, um, you know, I think it's important that, that we really find the people who are, are seeing the same story and, and keep telling it. Um, that that the reason this technology is important is because of you know the freedom, and the sovereignty, and you know, fundamentally the collaboration that it, that it both allows, but especially is going to allow. Um, you know, before I ever got into this space, I was a, a sustainability consultant. I spent probably fifteen years looking at the you know the general ecological and social situation. Uh, And I am of the firm, firm opinion that, you know, we're in for a very interesting, uh, and potentially chaotic several decades, um, as we sort of reckon really with the ecological crisis that's both here and, and intensifying. And, you know, there aren't governments or billionaire philanthropists that are going to come, come save us. It's really going to require people to work at a systems level. You know, it is, it's, it's all coordination. Um, and so, you know, telling, telling that story and using this technology to continually define better ways to more effectively coordinate, I think is one of the most, you know, Im- important, I don't know, I, I wouldn't want to work on it. It feels valuable and, and the people are sort of uniformly great that I've met in this industry and uniformly optimistic. And so um, let's let's keep let's keep focused on on the why of a lot of this technology, and not get distracted by um, a lot of the, the nonsense that happens in the day to day.
0: I can't think of a better way to close this out. Thank you, thank you for those words, Zach. I, I think they're they're important to hear, no matter how often you hear them. Um, and it's reassuring to know that I think builders like yourselves that are transforming the world or trying to transform the world are focused on core human use cases and not just the immediate gratification that crypto can enable. Thank you for your time. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Always love chatting with you. And hopefully when uh, some of these new features in coordinate come out, we can have a follow-up conversation about what the future looks like then.
1: I would really appreciate it. It's been great, Michael. And thanks for, thanks for the work you're doing too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Talk soon.
1: Awesome. Thanks.